Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me. Give it to me. Hi, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And I'm laughing in advance. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we're proud that our podcast quality, wide variety of options, superior customer service, and brand name strength continue to earn us kudos with listeners. Thanks for joining us. Ah, what a wonderful (laughs) blend of words you just gave us. (laughs) You know, it's we've just cooked up a great show for you. We're going to pop open a can. Yeah. We're going to bake you a wonderful thing bread. Life's thing a beach. Life's a Hamilton. Life's a Hamilton beach. <laughs> As Hamilton said, life's a beach. As Hamilton what we're getting at is, is the, the intro was based on the mission statement on the Our History page of Hamilton Beach. Which is the, as you know, sort of, I don't know, borderline generic brand that makes some of everything. Uh, also, uh, since we've been rejected by the Target affiliate program that has the blend jet, I consider Hamilton Beach a superior product. I do too. <laughs> I think we can all agree that since it's sold on Amazon, <laughs> Hamilton Beach is the way to go. Yes, everybody, if you know anyone at Target, just give them a call just because they won't why. take us. <laughs> just say, it's a thing. Why? 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 Uh, do not use the word mascara, though, because they may think you're talking about sex. I mean, what are these kids <laughs> up to? So this is, It's a, just makeup. This is a really like, so uh, there's always been like saying a thing instead of the actual word so you don't get in trouble, right? Like right. a very mundane example would be saying dang instead of damn, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That's existed forever. Then you add in the filter lists on chat uh, platforms, gaming chat and stuff where you're like, I want to say this word, but it's on the filter list. So I'll say a different word and everybody knows what I mean. Uh, that has turned into, uh, people on TikTok, uh, where certain words can get you like dinged by the algorithm to talk about using mascara as a word for either sex, uh, or relationships. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. These uh, the examples here are incredible. Such as, I found the best mascara ever, but it changed and made my lashes completely fall <laughs> apart. And now I don't know if I'll ever trust any other mascara. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Once you know, it's like, oh, that's deep. It's deep. Yeah. That mascara wand is I, a code word. A pretty I love obvious mascara, one. but anything involving the wand terrifies me. <laughs> I mean, right? Like that is amazing. Ah, uh, yeah. And this is actually a great story you found about the longer history of sex codes. Yeah, yeah. The conversation does really good work. That's where I found this on the the conversation.com. A lecturer in British history at the University of Bristol, Hannah Charnock, uh, wrote a a much longer piece about sex codes throughout history. It's really good. It really is. And actually, the way that you can use code, sometimes people are able to talk about assault using Ah, uh code in ways that they wouldn't have otherwise been able to. But yes, evidently, uh, Julia Fox my bestie <laughs> and favorite influencer actually did was not in 
on this. We're doing you a service here because she got in trouble. She left what ended up being an accidentally insensitive comment on a mascara video. It oh, was actually about sexual about, assault. Because she didn't understand it wasn't actually she didn't about know. mascara. Right. Because how would you know? I mean, I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying like, I un- like great, good job, kids, way to like get around the censors and also yeah, come yeah. up with ways to have these important conversations and whatnot. But who's the, how are you supposed to know this? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't assume, just teach. Um, yeah. Uh, well, the way you know is listen, it's a thing. Right. Exactly. We're here for you. <laughs> this is, this is an important one. Hashtag mascara trend. Oh my goodness. Incredible. And now, you know, now, you know, and, uh, next time you hear someone talking oh, about mascara, no. just, 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 just take a moment and go the makeup or dot, dot, dot. Right. Just double check. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you talking about the one? Um, <laughs> I also went to TikTok, among other sources, to try to validate whether this thing is in fact a thing, and it is a freaking thing. Everybody is. I have seen several people recently tweet about macros. Oh, like the Excel things? Little macro programs? Oh, see, that's what I like about you. (laughs) Nope. I mean, I had to look it up. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, except that one had a picture of like a protein bar. So they were like, got to get those macros, got to count those macros. Oh, yes. So apparently the thing to do now, the new like health trend is to count your macros short for macronutrients, Okay. meaning proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Oh, so it's like calorie counting, but for those three categories? Yeah, exactly. Oh, for those right, specific right. categories yeah, yeah. and try and figuring out kind of like what um percentage of each of them is appropriate for you based on whether you're like a weightlifter or trying mm. to lose weight or if you're trying to improve your metabolic risk factors, then it's sort of like, okay, well, do you want like a low percentage of your diet to come from fat, a low percent to come from carbohydrates, you know, so like, tracking like the number. This. Because it's, it's actually not, unlike calorie cool. counting, which is very blunt. It actually works for me, but it's a very blunt instrument. This yeah. is like, oh, we're not just telling you one or the other is bad. We're saying count the macros and then find out what the right mix is for you. Right, exactly. Right. And then this can totally apply to whatever diet. You know, if you're on a keto diet, yeah, yeah, then obviously you're counting the percentage of calories that you get from carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. A 2020 study suggests that typical macronutrient percentages are 10 to 30% protein, 25 to 35% fat, 45 to 65% carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Me, and then you can just break it down by numbers. Yeah. You know? But yeah, oh. like a- apparently this is really uh, happening and becoming a lot more common. And there are, in fact, tons of, um, there are 37.4 million views on the hashtag counting macros on TikTok. I am going to now channel my friend who is a nutritionist and say, you should always talk to a nutritionist before (laughs) making any major changes to your diet. But I'm going to guess that this could be, and I could be wrong, this could be a useful tool in coordination with a valid nutrition plan to to monitor how you're doing and yeah and, like and the one like yeah, you, yeah. the one you got from the internet like yeah. i just clicked on uh best macros for fat loss and i'm just gonna do that that's yeah, sounds- <laughs> maybe that's not as great of an idea uh but but i don't look at this and immediately go uh i don't know this is this is shady like this because you're you're talking about real things protein fat and carbohydrates calories is yeah. a little is a little fuzzy 
Um, but protein, fat, and carbohydrates are very measurable. And and we know a lot about them. So I could mm-hmm. see that you, you need to find reliable data, like from a nutritionist. But but then I could see you saying like, oh, yeah, for my body type, my age and my activity level and my goals, this would be my percentage. And then you have something to track. I love that. Yeah, it's actually great. And and it's it gives you like, you know, I mean, it's like you need them all. Like yeah. carbs give you energy, right. keep you full and satiated proteins, yeah. help you build and repair muscle. Like there's reasons that are good for all of them. And then I think this idea of ma- monitoring macros exactly better than calories, which is a blunt instrument that doesn't always work for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is just, is actually really interesting. I feel like I, it sneaked up on me. Like usually I'm kind of up on what's happening in the food and diet world, but like all of a sudden, all of a sudden it's a thing that people are doing. This oh, wait, is a great it's a thing. Yeah. It's totally a thing. And I kind of like it. And I'm like, oh, I kind of want to do this. Yeah, I love that it's it's positive. It's like, count a thing to see how you're doing, not deny yourself the thing, right? Right. Like like calories is very much like restrict it. And again, According I actually to, do count calories and it works for me, but it's- And actually like, the, the you know, there's like an interesting story in Women's Health mag about from March about um, counting macros and kind of like the research on, mm. for example, like what is a common equation for fat loss? They used to say it was like tons of protein, uh, not very many carbs. Now they're like, actually, it might be more like 50% carbs, 35% protein, 15% fat. A lot of people who are trying to build muscle mass are uh-huh. you know heavy on protein and it's really hard yeah. to eat the amount of protein that like a trainer or nutritionist will recommend. And it's so hard on your body really to process when you have that much too. Oh yeah, sure yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and now, and then they even say like hitting the macros. Hitting it's the so macros. it's all so interesting. Like this I is just, such this, a good one, Molly. This is one I of those ones one. where I feel like, oh, now I know, and I'm in the know. It's really meaty. No yeah. pun intended. It's meaty and fatty and <laughs> carby and carby and <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Can we? Um, will Will you? Immediately quit the podcast if I uh, advocate that we shorten it to counting crows. <laughs> the thing is, I'll still be here, but no listeners will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we won't do that. We won't do that. It's just going to be you and me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take it back. Take it out. Everybody is so creative. <laughs> Macro-friendly fast food on TikTok. I mean, it's like fascinating yeah this is great this is yeah great. i'm really into this one i think i'm gonna try it uh i've got one that know your meme has a good write-up on called everybody is so creative uh this is a trend <laughs> p- that was popularized by tanara double Choc- chocolate if you follow tanara double chocolate on tiktok uh she went viral for a doing green screen duets with bad food recipe videos. Remember, we talked about bad food recipe videos before. As yeah, a oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So she's been doing duets with them where she mockingly says, everybody's so creative. Oh, that's hilarious. And of course, in the environment of TikTok, that has been cut out. And now everyone's using that as a little phrase in their right. TikToks where they mock bad <laughs> food videos. <laughs> This is so amazing. Everybody is so creative. And she's sort of like fake happy about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So creative. Oh, this is incredible. When I hear everybody's so creative and I know I'm about to see the most disgusting sin against the culinary arts ever created. (laughs) 
This is so good. This is such a great catch. And it's also such an amazing evolution of yes. the like messed up food trend on TikTok. Like, <laughs> I love that it ties into that. Uh, I love that it's like an example of, of a, of a kind of a, uh, er, uh, uh, thing on TikTok of something getting popular and then a piece of it kind of getting even more popular than the thing that it originated from. Yes, exactly. And the idea that everybody's just aware. Yeah. Of how gross all these food things are. <laughs> Everybody's so creative. Everybody's so creative. <laughs> okay, well, that's kind of an amazing accidental segue into how I felt when I thought I had the coolest idea for an unexpected vacation ever. Ah. And I was like, I this year I'm gonna go see the Northern Lights. I am mm-hmm. so obsessed with this. This is gonna be so cool. I am so clever. And then I noticed it coming up in all these different articles. And then I noticed um, on February 14th, an article that said that the literal number one vacation (laughs) wish list experience for 2023 (laughs) is seeing the Northern Lights. Everybody's so creative. Everybody's so creative. (laughs) So that's fascinating, though, because you're not wrong. It sounds like a great idea. It's not something I thought of. So it's not like, oh, yeah, everybody's doing that, even though apparently everybody's doing that. So what is it that's causing everyone to have this great idea all at the same time. I don't know. That's like so there wild. must have been some kind of like, you know, inception article that was written somewhere that I will, I look, I looked all over like, so, okay. In August of 2022, the U S news and world report did a 18 best places to see the Northern lights roundup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it might have popped up in sunset other than that i really don't know like there were just like a bunch of pieces about it all at once and i I don't understand let me float this one out here and see uh if it sinks um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everybody uh you know finally took a trip after lockdowns and went somewhere warm right they they went to hawaii or acapulco or cabo or whatever and then we're like, oh, well, I want to do another trip, but it doesn't have to be warm. Oh, I just saw planet Earth during lockdown. Right. <laughs> what if we <laughs> see the Northern Lights? I mean, honestly, right? Like your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Sure. I, I have no idea. No like idea. I, I yeah. see now that there were a bunch of things about maybe, maybe one of the years during pet, maybe last year actually was like a really great year for the northern lights because there was like a lot lot of of sunspot activity yeah yeah no that sounds right yeah and then it just kind of sneaked in yeah yeah it could be it could just be a lot of coverage of a really good northern light season just incepts it in everybody's head yeah yeah and there you are like because evidently it has indeed been incepted into everybody's damn head So much so that I feel like I like mentioned it, you know, somebody was like, what's your like number one travel dream thing that you want to do? And I was like, I want to see the Northern Lights this year. Like, this is my jam. And they were like, oh, yeah, I know like three people who just did that. And my friends are in Lapland right now, like looking. And I was like, yeah, oh, okay. 
Well, the the fjords is number three on this list from MSN.com. So you can, you can knock out two at once. I mean, there's lap. one that I'm looking at booking right now, and I'm not telling anybody what it is. Can you take the Orient Express to Lapland? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, probably yeah, not. Yeah, I'm super irritated. Uh, super irritated. Well, let, let's cheer you up. This. Let's take a victory lap. Let's take a victory lap. Yes, indeed. Now, this is a new segment. <laughs> I'm just going to call it an official segment for 2023 because we've kind of done this before, but now I'm just going to do it when we really hit it. So last year, mid-year or something, I was like, Korean food, yep. kind of a thing. Yep. BuzzFeed Tasty. And then I almost, the the way that I found this article today, which I'm going to just give you the headline, uh, the ranking of the world's most popular cuisines has just come out at timeout.com via the bucket list company, which looks at levels of engagement on social media platforms, such as TikTok, Instagram, and Reddit, and found that the most popular cuisine in the world right now is Korean food. Take that, Italian. Boom. (laughs) And I, yeah, exactly. Italian, number two. I was like, should I, even though I talked about Korean food, I feel like gochujang is like, such a thing right now. Gochujang is, is just being abused. If they, people are putting it on everything, They're, people put it in mac yeah. and cheese. Yeah, actually, everybody's really so it's creative really with gochujang. <laughs> it's really good mac and cheese. We did. <laughs> I'm sure it's amazing. Actually, I was like, we actually I did do that. that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we it was like Korean Culture Night at the Clippers game, uh, and I was like, they're just going to have chicken with some gochujang slathered on it. They had better stuff than just that. They they had actual japchae and 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 gimbap. But they definitely had chicken with some gochujang slathered on it. Yeah, I'm sure they did. I believe that. I definitely believe that. Yeah, it's just is like bonkers. It's everywhere. Yeah. But who told you about it first? Who was it, people? That's right. I know one of you out there, just to be spiteful, shouted "Buzzfeed Tasty" at your <laughs> your app. But it was me. Good for you. Good (laughs) Good for for you. you. (laughs) Hey, actually, the rest of this list is interesting, too, because Filipino food's at number nine. You you mentioned that one, too. It really is coming up, which, oh, man, now I want some lupia. Old Denaguan, apretada. We're so lucky. We really are. (laughs) We kind of are. So now, now I'm worried. Age. I'm worried about that. My my uh, my, you know, feel good. I found a secret Korean place is is gonna. I'm not gonna be looked at with like, oh, someone who appreciates our food. I'm gonna be looked at. Oh, here they here comes another one. I know, totally. <laughs> you okay. are, but it's good. No, it's good. It'll just mean that the ingredients are easier to find, and then you can compare, and you can be like all snobby and gatekeepy about no, it. No, this that's is an exciting the, development. It's actually. about what you order. Uh, we ordered food at, um, one of my favorite places here and the other day and the person taking our order was like, Oh, you order like a typical Korean family. <laughs> I was like, well, oh, well, I well, take that as a compliment. I know exactly. You're like, thanks. Okay. That's a good one. <laughs> you know how to get a better tip. Good for you. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get to your tips. Feedback at it's a thing. Dot me. Damon wrote in with the newest core 
They, you know, it's like Watergate. You just can add core to everything <laughs> these days. Uh, hello, it's a thing crew. As a Gen Xer, I will admit that I was a closeted Enya fan <laughs> in between listening to Run DMC and watching UMTV raps. I would sneak over to VH1 and check out some Orinoco Flow by Enya. I'm glad <gasps> to see that kids are now seeing Enya for all her greatness by adopting Enya core. I think no. this might be a perfect transition from the medieval lo-fi beats that have been trending recently on TikTok. Enyacore. What? <laughs> what is even happening? I mean, it's all part of that 90s revival, certainly. It really is. I mean, yeah. I guess we shouldn't be surprised at all. Oh, my God. Enyacore. That is amazing. Huh. All right. I'm going to rock it. I'm going to put that Spotify list on as soon as we're done here. Yeah. Chance wrote in with a potential fashion thing. Hello, Molly, Tom, and Rich. Looking for a thing formation on belt bags. Check. Hmm. Specifically, the Lululemon belt bag. Hmm. I've been seeing so many people wearing these out and about recently. I've even been in Lululemon stores and heard people asking for them. And apparently, they sell out super quick because they're so popular. I don't recall this being covered on the show, but I think it's a total thing. Oh, Hold not on. the Lululemon part. Yeah, belt bag. Yeah. yeah. we So we talked about, you may recall, fanny packs, right. which led to a firm email mm-hmm. from uh, one of our British listeners who was like, please don't say that again. As it always does. Every time we say fanny pack, someone Every from time. the UK emails us. We've now gotten two emails just in this show. And says, please don't say fanny pack. Right. Now three. <laughs> again. Um, but yes. So one or A, belt bags are huge. Belt bags worn crossbody, super huge. Yeah. And then this is news to me about the Lululemon one, but it's cute. I just looked it up, obviously. Nice one, Chance. Good spot. I know. Good spot about the Lululemon one. See, but then everybody wears these crossbow theirs. Okay, there it is on the belt. Oh, it's on a guy, too. Hey, all right. All right. This is real-time shopping. You're welcome. And (laughs) referral link. Uh, Did we mention (laughs) it's a thing.me slash shop? (laughs) You can buy the things alongside me. <laughs> yeah. Let's Once shop Molly together, buys everyone. Them, yeah, then you can buy them too. Uh, Marcus, <laughs> uh, that's not a joke. We actually have it's a thing on me slash shop. It's uh, real. Marcus from Mississippi has a new word thing. Hi, Tom, Molly, and producer Rich. I've been a longtime listener since Buzz Out Loud, Gadgets, etc. I have wow. a thing check. I've noticed a distinct uptick over the past few weeks in the use of the word feral. F-E-R-A-L. The interesting part is that the use is not in reference to animals at all. I primarily see it in reference to people or their moods. The use cases run the context gamut from excited to horny to wanting to go wild at a party, for instance. So your interpretations may vary based on the context, but here are my best guesses. Wild behavior or desire to party hard, as in, I plan on being feral at the concert tonight. Or attraction, often towards a celebrity in either a platonic way or actual physical attraction. For example, J-Lo's dress at the Grammys has me feral right now. Or I am absolutely feral for Henry Cavill's dump truck in those swim shorts. Let me know what you think. I am feral weekly for It's a Thing. I'm sorry. I'm having myself a t-shirt made. It says feral for Henry Cavill's dump truck right now. <laughs> oh, just a picture of him in swim shorts. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Okay, now I, we need a now we need an Etsy shop for that. My goodness. We really freaking do. I have not heard this and I love it. And yeah. I expect to hear it everywhere now and I can't wait. 
I don't know if I've heard it or not, but as soon as I read your email, Marcus, I felt like, yeah, no, of course, that makes perfect sense. And I feel like I've heard it. So either I heard it and didn't notice it until you pointed it out, or it's so right on that it just feels familiar instantly. But either way, well spotted, Marcus. It's so good. And I love the like wild behavior or does I love your interpretations as so to good. meaning. The yeah. examples are excellent. This is incredible. Uh, uh, well <laughs> incredible. Run with it, everyone, like a feral, like the feral critter that you are. I'm feral for our shout outs every week. Me too. Because Rich Straffolino does such a good job with them. First of all, they're genius. Mm. Second of all, they are a content demonstration of your commitment to the show, which is incredible. Patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can support us at any level. And those of you who support us at the shout out level get these custom crafted shout outs week after week. This week, they are based. Wow. How is this taking us so long to get to reviews? Oh. Based on recommended user reviews for a multifunctional three in one avocado slicer on. Not Timu. Timu. <laughs> oh my God. Rich is so good at stuff. <laughs> All right. We'll just go uh, one after the other on these. You start. Yeah. Well packaged. I haven't used it, but looks good. Looks the same like Joe Hood. <laughs> I hadn't. All caps. U- yeah, of course. Uh, I hadn't used Morris Jones yet, but I'm sure it'll be easier and safer to use than Andrew Bradley. I also bought one for Mike Akins that also loves avocados. Had one of these James C. Smiths before, similar, and loved it. So I know I will love Gabrielle Cohen also. I liked it to lay my avocado cut pieces on top of Jake Woods. <laughs> I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't used Eric Duncan yet, but seems sturdy. Greatly price. <laughs> Kevin Sill is my favorite. Can't wait to try Louis St. Amour out. Where has Benjamin Forrest been all my life? He's fantastic. Doesn't slice Miranda Janelle very well. The slices stick together on Laura Abel. (laughs) (laughs) Episode of Dexter, suddenly. (laughs) I don't know why I'm dying so hard at the cut pieces laying on top of Jake Woods, but it is just incredible ah <laughs> uh, oh yes. thank you user reviews thank you, everyone. on their own are amazing but even better oh. when they turn into a shout out for you at it's a thing dot me thank you for this combination of emotional release support for the show yes. and great content every week if you choose to become a member of it's a thing you will get access to cool stuff like our discord where you can chat with us live during the recordings and clap along with us at the start of the show you'll get bonus content an ad-free RSS feed, and maybe to be part Mm. of a user review of a multifunctional three-in-one avocado slicer, I'm just saying. You can also support the show by buying some things through our affiliate links. Look for them in the show notes over at our shopping page at itsathing.me slash shop. And of course, keep emailing us those things. Feedback at itsathing.me. Yay! See you next week. Bye! Bye! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.